Blog Talk Radio. Well, hi, everybody. Here we go again. It's Wednesday. Wow. And the energy is so, so high and so different. This is Anne. Um, this is Anne DeHart in southern Arizona, um, welcoming you to uh, Dr. Catherine E. May's call, which occurs every Wednesday at this time. Dr. May uh, will be inviting uh, Mother, Father, God to join us, as well as other unnamed guests. We're not quite sure who. I'll, I'll let Catherine tell us who else will be joining us. St. Germain is always here, and uh, there may be possibly Sananda. So, uh, But we'll just wait and see what Catherine has to share about that. And for those of you uh, who are new with us, welcome um to understand better what um, what uh, this is all about dr may is a practicing clinical psychologist and has been for more than 35 years what makes her practice so unique and global is that she is able to practice and teach a very unique um technique enabling us to get more out of our brains, as we all know, we're not using much of them. And uh, the technique called visual centering, taught by Dr. May, and um, being taught on her traveling tour, and we'll hear more about that from Catherine as well. So um, this that's what this is all about. We're getting weekly updates. We're very fortunate to get these updates direct from the true source of what's happening here on this planet. I'm not going to take any more time. Dr. May's website to follow up on this is whoneedslight.org, O-R-G, whoneedslight.org. And uh, the book by the same name, Who Needs Light, has been um, addressed by Mother God as being the Manual for Ascension. And with that in mind, um, Catherine has been directed by Mother, Father, God to give her books away. The inventory that she had has been depleted. She's given them away as long as we can pay the shipping. And those of us that can't afford to pay, we, we feel better just still paying. And there's a choice of whether we pay for the book and shipping whether we pay for half of it or just the shipping. It's all right there on her website under book and author. But by all means, um, this is where we help ourselves. We need every bit of direction possible, and the manual for ascension is vital. So um, with that, Catherine, I think we've covered pretty much all the bases. Catherine's offices are in New York City, 
and also uh, in the Hudson Valley area. But Catherine is already traveling, and we might hear from her what her travel plans are and where she is right now. Catherine? Hi, Anne. Thank you. Um, that was lovely. I'm uh, Anne is describing to you how things that are on the website, and I'm she's now more familiar with my website than I am because she's been bu- building this beautiful website for me. Well, we have one more thing to add to the website, and that is that we have a new email system to handle the calls and the questions about the tour that we're beginning. And that is info at healingforascension.com. So we have a new domain, healingforascension.com. And that's where we're going to handle all the information about um, the tour and where we're going and people can come and help us and arrange stuff for us, which we've, we've had happen. Our next tour is, our next stop is Edmonton, Canada, and it's out in Alberta. And we have a bunch of people on the ground there who are just wonderful in helping us to get it all set up and to find the venues that will be just right for what we need. So it's really fun when we go to new places. There are always groups of people who are so generous and kind and helpful and they get things set up for us and make us feel at home. So it's really making this whole tour process so much fun, such an adventure. So it will all be there. Anne has created a page on the website on whoneedslight.org and there's a whole page about the tour. So you can just go there and find out all about it, where we're going to be and when. And then as soon as we have the venues and the um, events scheduled, then we will add it to our, you know, then we'll have the tickets available. So if you don't see tickets available, it's because we haven't finished the scheduling for any particular place. But we're here in Sedona this week um, working nonstop. We have, I have with me a group of women that are just astonishingly talented. Every time we need something done, there's someone who knows how to do it. And it's just phenomenal. We have, we're creating the, uh, the posters, the flyers, the um, all the organizational systems we need, we're getting everything put into place. So we're just going to fly. So it's quite an adventure being here. And believe me, you haven't, um, you can't imagine what it's like to arrange a whole tour with six or eight people until you've done it. <laughs> because there is enough work for 20 people, but fortunately we have these wonderfully talented archangels who are here with me planning it. So it is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting, and we're really we're really raring to go. So right after Thanksgiving, we will be on the road, and then we will see where this adventure takes us. 
um, I've planned this uh, the way, well, we've all planned this the way I plan everything, which is just to say, send me where you want me to be, and then it just happens. So that's the way we've um, we've planned the schedule so far. Just whatever seems right, that's where we're going to go. So that's that's all the um, Ascension Tour news. There's, of course, a lot more on the table these days. Um, St. Germain is going to come talk with us. And just before we went on the air, um, we were actually doing a visual centering practice with with everybody, and it's, you know, the angels who are traveling with me are also very talented healers, and they're all learning they're learning how to do the visual centering too. So it's really exciting. So anyway, we were busy until just a few minutes ago and St. Germain came through and was very interested in talking to everyone and said Sananda's here too. So Sananda will be coming through. I felt this energy. It's it's so interesting how how these wonderful beings that visit us from uh, higher dimensions, even though they have pure love, each one feels a little different because they also have their own personalities, their own essence. So we'll be speaking with Sananda as well. Also, Anne, I think she did say Anne the Heart, is our sister group, our sister website. She has a wonderful website called hollowearthnetwork.com. So for people who are new, that is a wonderful resource. Um, Anne captures wonderful um, channelings and news and information from all over, which she very carefully calls. So her website is different from mine in that she has a lot going on there. Mine is just about our events, you know, and what the things that I do. So if, if you want a broader perspective, you go to Anne's website. And she has two, two actually, hollowearthnetwork.com and earthascend.com. So maybe she'll want to say more about that, but that'll give you an introduction. So now, I hear you, Anne. Are you there? I just, yeah, I was on mute. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Catherine. Yes, um, things are um, livening up around the planet, and it's keeping me busy, uh, like you say, calling and making sure that uh, only the best of the best is available. No confusions. Um, straightforward, and um, it's all there, folks. So thank you, Catherine. Mm-hmm. So we were oh, about the energies. You know, you were mentioning how the energies uh-huh. are rising. We had a, about an hour here this afternoon where it was so exciting. We were... We were beside ourselves. We were getting so excited. And everybody was saying, what is this? What's going on? 
And we just were jumping up and down, <laughs> dancing around and jumping up and down because it was, it just felt like we were going to be lifted off our chairs. So something tremendous is happening on the planet. And it, you know, it's hard to know. We don't, we don't always know what they have in store for us, but boy, does it feel exciting. So we know that, you know, the RV is in the wings, and we know that the disclosure announcements are coming soon, but we don't know what's going to come first or the moment when it's going to happen, so it makes it really exciting. <laughs> So you said you were feeling it too. Hmm? I I tell you, Catherine, it's like I'm in a different world. It just feels so different. Um, it's like I've landed on a different planet to me. Yeah. Hmm. And this was, I mean, we noticed it this morning, but it built yeah. all day. So by afternoon, we were just, Jumping, literally jumping around. And, the, was... and, and Catherine, the days are going so fast. This morning uh-huh. I, I picked up on that first call that ran three hours, and then I started to listen to another one, and uh, all of a sudden I realized the day was already winding down. I just can't get over. Um, it's like you blink and the day is over with, and it's, it's mm-hmm. just getting more and more rapid. Um, I guess that's why it feels like another planet, so to speak. The energies are just incredibly new and different, and um, uh, you can just feel it. You can just feel it. Everything's speeding up. Mm-hmm. Well, we've we've noticed, too, that it's hard to sleep, and everybody seems to be sleeping less. So mm-hmm. Part of the high energy, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. wow. Uh-huh. Um, we've had another fun experience here, and that is that Gabriella. Oh, Catherine! Catherine, mm-hmm. before we get into the call, your voice is a little muffled. Uh, if the volume is good, maybe you're too close to the microphone. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, tell me how that... before before you leave <laughs> um we'll we'll get you set up so we can clearly hear each word yes unfortunately i'm on my cell phone that's okay um, i think if you just um, back because the volume is good and we're not getting any room echo uh you don't have it on speaker i'm sure um, no, nope, so I, I think if you if you just um, maybe move it away from from your your um, mouth just a little bit, um, I I think it's coming okay. into. One two let's three hear. four. How does that yeah. sound? Is that clear? No, I don't know. No, that's sort four, of five, clipping. Six. No, I hello, don't like hello. that. It's it's clipping your words. We better go back oh. where we were. Oh, well, I'm sorry, everybody. I hate it when the sound isn't right, but... Yeah, that's okay. You're doing what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. There isn't a a landline here, so I can't do that. Yeah. I do apologize. I know it's difficult to listen to if it's muffled, but... 
But it's better like than that. being clipped. Yeah. And when when it was away from you, it was clipping parts of the words. We don't want that. So this is okay. We'll we'll be fine. All right. Well, I will as often as I can. I try to be on a landline. Mm-hmm. But it is here. It has to be cell phone. So well. That's the price you paid for being up in that beautiful Sedona area. So um, it really is. Oh yes, we have a beautiful view. Our one of our members, Gabriella, came ahead and rented this wonderful place for us, and hired a chef to come and cook raw food. Oh gosh! So. lovely young woman who lives nearby came and, you know, she makes a whole lot of food for us in the evening, and then we eat leftovers all day long while we're working on our computers like crazy. So it's been very convenient, and the food is just wonderful. Oh, yeah. Just salads and good, really amazing, unique kinds of food. Nice. So we decided to try it because, you know, Father God says, if you want to raise your vibration, fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. that's what we're doing. And I think we're all eat, uh, not wanting heavy food. I don't think, I think our bodies are changing so dramatically with these energies that we really, um, we don't want anything heavy. It, it's just, mm-hmm. um, it, 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 it's a turnoff almost to, to get into heavy cooked foods. Yeah, so they even make soups and wonderful things that aren't that don't have to be, you know, cooked a lot. A few things were warm. Uh-huh. But mostly it's just these beautiful vegetables and fruits, so and the desserts. Oh my gosh. They're <laughs> wonderful. Well, it sounds wonderful. And you know, that was smart of you because it's always I, I I would usually work until I know I have to feed my brain or I'm not going to be able to think any longer, and so I have to stop and I think, what is the most healthy and quickest I can eat? You know, just give me something quick, easy, and healthy, and I try to fix something because it's an intrusion in our day to have to mess around with food, but yet again, we still have to have it. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've been promised that, you know, once we ascend, we probably won't need to eat unless we want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're ready, I hope. (laughs) I hope, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, let's see who's going to come through tonight and what they have in Mm -hmm. store for us. So is the sound okay now? Yeah, it's better. Something you've done is a little bit more clear and distinct. It's not as muffled. Okay, good. That's All right, well, nice. just Whatever it. you're doing right there, that's what good. it is. All right. <laughs> okay, well, we know Mother, Father, God will come through. Yes. They like to introduce things and sort of organize the program for us. So we'll see what they have to say first. Well, are you all settled in? You all comfy? Had your swallow of water? And 
Um, we'll just let you settle back a little bit, Catherine, and I know they're not far away. Just give a little bridge here, and um, before we know it, I can probably say, uh, Mother God, are you here? Hello, dear. Yes, yes, this is Mother God. Thank you. How lovely to speak with you, Lady Nada. Thank you. How lovely to have you here uh, for our guidance and and the inspiration, Mother God. We appreciate it. Done such good work keeping the home fires burning and keeping your websites going. Three of them now at one time. You work very hard. I think people should know our dear Lady Nada, the one you call Mother Hen, has done such a beautiful job of keeping track of everyone and responding to people when they need her so generously, so kindly. She is in many ways the center of a vortex and she manages to keep it all going and keep it all coordinated it is a lovely thing she does. So we want to express our gratitude too, dear, because you <clears throat> helped to make it possible for us to come here. Well, thank you. It's it's good to know when we have a service that can benefit everyone. Thank you. Indeed. Indeed you do. Well, let's talk about what's happening. You mentioned the energy rising. Yes, indeed it is. And you know there is a there is an explanation in physics about what is happening now. When you reach a change point, there is a dynamic that occurs. It's as if, you know, there's a... If there's water flowing through a hose and there's a place in the hose that is crimped a bit. As it comes out the other side, the water speeds up. So there is that kind of experience now because you are so close to such a huge shift, not only on planet Earth, but in the entire universe, you are, of course, only aware of your own experience here on planet Earth, and you don't get much information about what's happening in the rest of the universe. Your your uh, organizations like NASA and, you know, the official government uh, mouthpieces the people they call the mouthpiece for those organizations, are so secretive. But you must have noticed, all of you, if you go outside tonight, and I want all of you, every one of you, to go outside and search the heavens because even on a cloudy night, you're going to be able to see the ships. Of course, if it's a tremendous cloud cover, you won't that one night, but you will notice that stars that you don't remember are showing up and the brightness 
of the stars has completely changed, it cannot be that people with a telescope aren't aware of what's happening. If you look, in almost every quadrant every night, there are a few uh, hours during the night when, when things change, so you might not see the brightest stars in each quadrant, but most of the night in every quadrant, there are brilliant ships. And they are flashing and blinking, green and red and white, and it is such a display. They are so delighted with themselves and with all of us because they know that everyone sees them. And you've noticed, of course, it's been gradual. They've been very careful about coming closer little by little, moving around a little here and there, making a display over a few places around the planet little by little, but more and more frequently. And almost, it's now almost every day, there are pictures on the Internet of new displays of so-called UFOs. But of course, we know what they are. They're not unidentified at all. They are the ships that have come. They're here to help. And they are so delighted to be here. And they're watching closely. Some of them, some of them come from very far away, as we talked about last time. There is the great mothership from Andromeda. Your your official agencies call it the Comet Iceland. But of course, they don't know how. They're actually falling all over themselves to try and explain how a comet could come to a stop and then conclude on its way. They are trying to make up new universal laws to explain having to do with the gravity of one planet and the the orbit of another planet and how this might be possible (laughs) should a comet come into a particular force field it might actually happen that the comet would stop and then go on its way. Well, of course, that's ridiculous, isn't it? And it is rather amusing to see how they're turning themselves inside out to try to explain things that don't, that don't at all match with any of the universal laws that astronomers are familiar with. It is teaching them something about astronomy and also about dimensional science, interdimensional science, which few of your scientists ever talk about. You will be talking about it very soon. You will be learning a lot about how the universe works, how the multiverse works. You aren't familiar with, you know, in your day-to-day lives, few of you talk about what it's like to be in another dimension, what it's like to experience 
other beings in other dimensions in terms of the general population on the planet, you still are, well, at least for the Western world, you still are uh, a minority of folks, those of you who are willing to talk openly about the fact that you had a conversation with Mother God or, you know, your higher self speaks to you or your favorite ascended master visits you whenever you are working on a problem that you want to solve. You are learning, dear ones. All of you are learning to take this in stride. Some time ago, a few years ago, it might have been, it might have seemed weird to you to be sitting here listening to this conversation. Now, it doesn't phase you, does it? You're becoming bolder in your in your uh, approach to people who are still asleep. You're becoming much bolder. You're willing to say, oh, I listened to this remarkable program and Mother God comes through and St. Germain and Sananda speaks to us and on Saturdays Father God speaks to us And it's really interesting. You should listen. Many of you would not have ever said such a thing a few years ago. But now, it has become commonplace to you. Isn't that lovely? We're enjoying it. Of course, it's commonplace to us because we're used to speaking with you day and night experiencing your feelings, crying tears with you, feeling your joy as you feel it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we do. We know your feelings. We know your thoughts. We know when you pray to us. We do hear you. You had a funny idea that if you prayed for things to be better, that God should answer you and make things better for you. Well, of course, we take our work very seriously. And many of you may not be quite in line with the understandings that the things that are difficult for you in this life are the things you chose. Yes, it does sound strange when you first think of it that way. But if your whole life were just walking in the park and basking in the sun and talking with your best friend about what you were going to eat and what movie you were going to see, do you think you would have grown? Do you think you would be experiencing the kind of empathy and compassion and love and appreciation for beauty that you feel now 
Would you be as independent? Would you be as strong? And would you be as resolute as you are now? You, dear ones, help to design this system. You help to design this experiment, planet Earth, in third dimension. Yes, indeed you did. The councils that have met year after year, eon after eon, always you had the determination, the resolve to continue this project. As Sananda took the place, took his place of leadership, inspiration, to make this project work. And it is known far and wide throughout the multiverse as the most demanding, the most mm, growth-producing experience. Yes, and it is. We know that. We know it's difficult. We know it's challenging. And you knew that before you came here. You're known as the creator race, as the explorer race, as Samantha has said in his messages. It is true. And once you truly understand that, once you truly accept and acknowledge this was your path, this was your choice, dear ones, to come here courageously to experience the difficulty, the loneliness, the sadness, the outrage, and even the despair. And when you feel that, when you reach the bottom, as some of you call it, when you feel yourself finished, as if you can't breathe another breath, you can't stand it another moment, You always seem to come back, don't you? You always manage to pull yourself together, to breathe another breath, to look up and say, what? What is it? Why am I here? What am I doing here? And now you're beginning to get the answers. We are going to tell you. You only need to listen. And we will have wonderful news for you. And it does get better every day. Oh, of course, you wouldn't know it by watching your news. Your news organizations have gotten so wrapped up and so interested in the spectacular 
in the scandalous, in the the kinds of information that makes your heart pound and your adrenaline pump. That's what they love to put on the air for you. We encourage you, do not listen to it. Don't watch it. Pay it no mind because there are wonderful things happening on the planet. If you read between the lines, you will see the despots in the world are losing their power. Little by little, the people have been rising up, have been insisting on their freedom. And both Sananda and St. Germain will talk to you about what's happening and how it's shifting and why you feel these energies right now. It is thrilling, isn't it? There is hope. There is marvelous hope on the planet. It will never be the same. We can assure you now, the nuclear weapons have been dismantled. Plans for war have been, um, what do you call it? Oh, yes, we put a wrench in the works. There will be no more global wars, even the civil wars, the little border skirmishes, the oppression. That is coming to an end as well. Any dictator who thinks he's going to squash his people and strong-arm everyone inside until he keeps his power has another thing coming. They're beginning to look foolish, aren't they? They're beginning to look ignorant, irrational, brutish, and they're being exposed for what it really is. Evil is not power. All of you raising your vibration in a way that is completely different, looking for love everywhere you turn, is a completely new approach to life. And it's taking hold everywhere on the planet. You'll feel it in your neighborhood. Just allow yourself to open your heart. And when you do, you will see it has the most remarkable effect. Because when you do that, other people begin to open their hearts as well. They feel the energy. They sense something different. And it opens them like a flower. And then there are two. This lovely feeling of opening and welcoming and warmth. And then you encounter another and another. And it spreads like sunshine 
and everyone begins feeling warmer, more open, friendlier. It is happening. I try to explain to you when we have these talks what we see. We want you to know how beautiful you are. We want you to know how we admire your light. There are no words, really. There is no way we can possibly describe to you. We have known you since your soul was born, most of you. We have known you all these eons. You don't know the relationship that we have with you. Some of you feel it. You sense it. You know we are watching you with such interest and such love. You're beginning to blossom. You're beginning to feel it. It is a wonderful thing to see. As the veil is lifting, each one of you senses something marvelous is happening, something wondrous. You don't know what it could be. Well, it is an awakening. It is a marvelous awakening that will be shared by the entire human race. And in doing that, in awakening the way you are, you inspire all the rest of the universe. Because, believe me, they are paying attention. Go out, look at the night sky, and see how they respond to you. Flash your little flashlight. It doesn't have to be a huge beacon. Flash your flashlight at them, send them a telepathic message, and you will chuckle as they send back their greeting. And they are laughing and and celebrating in the ships as they come closer and closer every day. Now, I want to be able to give our dear Sananda and St. Germain the floor so that they can come and express their wonderful news as well. And so, I will say farewell, dear ones. We send you peace, harmony, and much, much love. Thank you so much. That was so touching um, and so real. We can tell that you're here with us and aware of um, what we sense and and, uh, deal with during the day. And it's nice to know that you're aware of that. Thank you, Mother God. Mm -hmm. Yes, dear. And now we'll give a little bridge here. Okay. An opportunity. <laughs> Hi. Are you back, Catherine? Okay. To, yeah, I need to come back for a minute and just stretch and. I bet. I bet. That was such again. a nice, such a beautiful 
tender, soft message. It was beautiful. I wish often that I had time to listen to all these calls. Aww. <laughs> I, I do. I know it's... Um, I, I felt the tenderness. Mm-hmm. So sweet, so so touching. Like like we can tell that uh, they really, she really. Um, it's like she's speaking directly to each of us and aware of challenges and feelings that we've all experienced uh, because we're going through such a transition, and mm. uh, and we're all experiencing, you know. Oh, it was uh, it was in Ashtar's message. He talked about the collective loneliness. Isn't that our? Oh. Maybe, I love those two words because everybody's lonely, and yet we're a collective, and we're all the black sheep of our families, and and uh, yet we're all standing true to ourselves and our beliefs. And we're all lonely because we stand alone. And uh, the way Ashtar put it, I think it was in this last message, the the collective loneliness, or else loneliness came first somehow, the loneliness of the collective. I thought, you really do understand, you know, what we're dealing with. Yes, it is still difficult for those of us who who are... Um on the front lines, I guess you'd say. <laughs> but well, and, what a yeah, wonderful and, thing that we can gather like yeah. this. Um, That's true. That we, you know, I opened the chat room uh, so that people could talk to each other. Uh-huh. And they they offer each other a lot of support. So, oh, here's Jelena who's asking, is there any chance for Archangel Michael to speak to us? Today is 2111, the day when the Orthodox Church oh, celebrates Archangel Michael's day. Oh, Oh, interesting. Well, no. No harm in asking. Yeah. Uh, He's never far away. Um, I wanted, it had just so happened that his twin flame is here on the on the trip with me. Um, so he's never far away. So we could ask. We could ask. I think they all have messages for us. So let's see. See what they say. Okay. Um, someone just mentioned on the chat room that they saw the New Jerusalem in the southwest sky tonight was especially bright. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it parked where, where Venus is? Is it back to Venus? Or uh, at one time it had moved across the sky. I know Sananda said that uh, they they don't stay in one place. Um, they relocate. They're doing some calibrations. Well, I didn't have a chance to look tonight to see if it was still out there, but someone just said it was there in the southwest sky. But last night there was another ship um, in the almost 180 degrees from where the New Jerusalem is has been parked. 
And that ship looked really bright, too. So I'm not sure. You know, from our perspective here in the Northern Hemisphere, the what they used to call the morning sky and the evening sky, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, sorry, the morning star and the evening mm-hmm. star, it, it used to be that they thought it was two different stars. Mm-hmm. But then they realized it goes a, around the planet and mm-hmm. comes up the other side, you know, the way we turn. We go so, around, Catherine, we go and around. it stays right. put. <laughs> Thank you. And the Earth oh, what can I say? Maybe Sananda can give us an idea. Because, see, I'm down here in the southwest. I'm here in Arizona. So I'm mm-hmm. looking southwest from my southwest location at what I consider, and I'm sure is Venus. But... Um, then I was talking to uh, my friend Athena, and she is in uh, Utah, and when she looks to the southwest, she's looking at me. Uh, and, and actually, it, uh, so we don't know. It's a perspective. The southwest is a perspective. To you, right. when you were in, in New York looking to the southwest, you might not have seen what I see. I don't know. It's very confusing. Maybe Sananda can. Yeah, given, given that the plant, that our country isn't that big, um, it's yeah. still with Southwest for me. But, yeah, right. Um, but I think that they might be moving it around when we're sleeping or when we're not noticing, you know, because there's no place on the planet where you can see it all the time, even if yeah. it weren't, even if it weren't daylight, you know. So they have this, they have the ability to move it around, and we might not perceive it. So mm-hmm. who knows? find out from them what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And well, we're going to learn. Think, we'll get uh-huh. educated. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so that we can. I think they're trying to tease this, you know, NASA. A bit. <laughs> oh yeah. Keep them yeah. on toes. All right. So let's see. We have invited Archangel Michael to come through if he wants to. Um, we've already we already have Sananda waiting to come through. So he'd like to come next. So I'm going to step aside and let let Sananda come through. So okay. I'll give you. A- We'll give you a a little bridge time here, yeah. Let you get comfortable, have a little sip of water, change your vibrational attunement to to welcome Sananda, as we all will. And uh, I I think he just might be here now. Sananda, are you here? Yes. Greetings, my beloved Lady Nada. This is Sananda, and what an interesting time it is. Of course, we we listen to your program and enjoy it tremendously and uh, are eager for our time to speak. What, what fun this is. And we hear your conversation, and Mother, Mother God did a very nice um, introduction about what's happening on the planet 
So we will give you a few details. You are asking about the New Jerusalem. My home, you might say, my home away from home. (laughs) We do think of planet Earth as our adopted home planet. And we watch the family. We watch all of you. And, you you know, in some places in the world, there are, uh, in the northern hemispheres, there are celebrations this time of year when the crops come in. In in the U.S., you call it Thanksgiving. In in Canada, the same uh, earlier, but similar celebration of bringing in the crops. Sort of closing things down after the long summer, preparing for the winter time in the southern hemisphere. It is the opposite, of course. New awakenings, new beginnings. Spring, blossoming. You see, we get to see both. Spring and fall at the same time. Summer and winter. It is a fascinating planet, isn't it? Well, more news about the New Jerusalem. As you all know, our brother Ashtar is the commander. And he is very busy these days because you do see the movements going on. He's delighted, you know, to have something to do now because we have been on hold for such a long time up here. Now, he is able to send out a party of small ships here and there to tickle the curiosity of the people there You may be seeing the pictures of people craning their necks looking at the sky. It is fun for us because it means we're coming closer. It means the time is short until we can have our wonderful reunion. And yes, we did move the New Jerusalem We're experimenting. We're having some fun with it, of course. But you know the, the principle that we follow is that we don't do anything to frighten the population. But you are a species that enjoys an air show. Everywhere on the planet, people enjoy a good air show. And so this is how we are introducing ourselves, little by little, in order to not frighten anyone, in order to get people acclimated to seeing the ships, to thinking, oh, yes, there they are. Isn't that interesting? That kind of nonchalant, approach is what we want. We want people to know 
We are not a threat. Far from it. We are preparing for our cure of ascension. We are planning to come and help you. And of course, everyone's spirits are so high. Everyone is so interested and excited about what's coming. And you are feeling our excitement. It cannot be helped. You know, we are all connected. You've been told that. But what you're feeling is that we are all connected in this rising excitement about what is to come. Your higher selves all are aware of the coming shift. They all are informing you with bringing your ear, letting you know the time is short. The excitement is beginning. Life will never be the same. Isn't that a phenomenal thought? Life will never be the same again. What does that bring up? What feelings do you have? Some of you are feeling, oh, this is my last chance to spend some interesting time on planet Earth in this dimension, I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to experiment. I'm going to fall in love. I'm going to eat food that I've never tasted before. I'm going to hike a mountain that I've never climbed to the top of. I'm going to swim a long way just to see what it feels like. Do those things, dear ones. Be fearless. Make the most of every moment. Even though we have promised you paradise, this this earth you live on, is a kind of paradise when you when you realize how strong you are, how able you are, how much love you have to give. Once you realize how much love you have to give, life will be thrilling. You create what you feel. You create with your thoughts. You create your lives. If you don't like what's going on in your life, change your thoughts and your feelings. And I promise you, your life will change. Well, we will not make predictions We cannot give you a day. But I don't think we need to. I think you know. You've gotten used to this little by little. You've felt the changes coming. 
it is smoothing out a bit, isn't it? It used to be waves and waves of of energy that would disrupt and confuse you. Now you take it in stride. How high the energies are now. Look how far you've come. Little by little, bit by bit, you are experiencing experiencing yourselves differently. You're beginning to see your beauty. You're beginning to see the beauty in the others around you. Even people you used to think were unpleasant or difficult. Even those. You can look at them now and say, hmm, well, I can see why that person is the way they are. They've had a hard time. That is growth and forgiveness. You know, when you can look at someone and say, yes, they are behaving in a way that's unpleasant. I acknowledge that. But I can see that there is a history behind them. I can see how they came to feel that way. I still don't especially enjoy it, but I see how they got to be that way. I think I'm going to be one of the people who will help them to change their mood. I think I'll offer them something pleasant. Maybe it'll help. And it is helping. Those people used to be cranky and unpleasant. Even those people are beginning to look around them and say, hmm, there is something worth taking part in here. It is happening. We are going to triumph, you and I. We are accomplishing what we came here for. The world is changing. It is going to change with us. We are lifting humankind. And humankind will celebrate with us. We are one. And each one is beginning to experience it more and more. We're coming closer. And as we come closer to you, you come closer to each other. It is going to be a wonderful time. And you're getting used to the changes. You're getting used to the shifts. And the more you get used to that, the greater your activity, the more flexible you become, the more exciting life will be. My dear friend, St. Germain is here. He knows, as I do, that you are all 
on the edge of your your chairs, wondering when is this going to happen? When will the shift occur? When will we hear about the funds? Let's talk with him. Let's let him come and tell you. I will bow to my brother, Saint Germain. Now, and yes, thank you so much, Sananda. We're so grateful that you chose to come and visit with us. It's been a while, and we appreciate all of your words and understanding. And um, I believe St. Germain is uh, not far away from Catherine. He's probably um, just waiting for me to stop talking for a minute. St. Germain, are you here? (laughs) Yes, dear. I am here. (laughs) I would never wish for you to stop talking, never. We love listening to you. (laughs) <laughs> well, you've heard you've heard the serious part tonight a little bit about you know how things are changing and and how we want to inspire you. But I have to tell you, we are laughing and dancing on the ship. We are exuberant. We are joyful. We are about to, well, if we had bodies, we would be splitting at the seams. We are having a wonderful time. And it is because, as you know, there will be a tremendous change in your economic system. It is working. It is happening. Things have been a little slow, but, you know, when you think of how long it's been and how much work there was to do, it has all happened fairly fast. And there are so many people involved, so many souls learning, accomplishing what they came here for. It is just a wonderful thing to observe. We have had heroic, heroic people working with us. Some who faced great danger. Some who have accomplished wonders. Really, wonders. You know, when you think about how hidebound most of the government's on your planet are when you think about how how they protect their power how they refuse to let go of a decision or a discussion or any law that might be changed you know how difficult it is but this is what we have been doing nudging forward nudging the discussions, nudging the um, decision-making. Because, of course, it has to be 
based on free will. We do not come in and change things. We cannot do that. It is against universal law. Mother, Father, God would never permit it. It is simply impossible for us to just change things and make it happen the way you would like to see it. And I must say, this group, this family, is one of the few where there is such agreement. Do you realize that? Most of you have families that give you a hard time about all kinds of things. And we come here and we talk to you and and you're delighted and you you're, you express gratitude at hearing from us. How often do you hear gratitude? How often do you walk out into the world and and say, I'd like to express my opinion about the state of the world? How much applause do you get? Look how lucky we are. We come to tell you about the state of the world as we see it, and you, you're you hanging on our words. If only you could experience that. And I think it's that's why it's so important that you gather together like this, that you spend time together, that you have your chat rooms and you have your sessions where you can talk to one another and you make contact you talk with each other you make connections you tell each other where you live you greet each other warmly with such joy oh it's you I'm so glad to see you're here we're delighted that you have been able to create this, this wonderful family, and be in agreement. And you know you have that wonderful saying, being of one mind. What a wonderful group this this is. So many of like mind. And of course, being of like mind comes from being of like heart all of you with your hearts opening, with your joy coming forth, with your intention to be of service to others. It is a wonderful thing for us to see. And as the time has come closer for the funds to be released, we hear you more and more and more talking about how you can hardly wait to be of service, how you can hardly wait to create these programs that will help others. And as you do that, the vibration rises and you are creating the change. Each of you are creating the change in your own way. Those thoughts, those feelings, I want to service I want to raise consciousness on the planet. I want to be the one who will help others. And every time you say that, every time you reach out, 
you bring the change closer. And then, as you know, there have been a few complications with the release of the funds. But I assure you, they are minor. Recently, since the change has been released in Iraq, and it is done, I assure you it is done. You probably have heard about the credit cards that are distributed to the people of Iraq to pay them for their services. Those have been released, and they have been released with the new amount, the new currency evaluation. Now, there are those who are saying, oh, we don't want to make a big thing of it. We don't want to announce it officially. Well, I'm telling you, it does not matter. Whether they announce it officially and make a big uh, news program out of it, it doesn't matter. It is being done. And as the currencies begin to balance around the world, it, it will follow outward because Iraq is now the center place, the center point of this change. We have chosen it that way for a reason because Iraq has been so, so depressed. Its people have been so undernourished in so many ways. They need so much in the way of rebuilding. And yet, there are such riches, such potential, and such history there. It is the perfect place for the shift to begin. The economic wave of prosperity will flow outward. It has proceeded across the shores, across the oceans. The ripples are being felt around the world. The wave is about to hit the shores of the American continent and Europe and in the east flowing outward from Iraq. Every country will feel the effects. Every single country. Now, we did hear your your um, complaint We've been talking so much about the U.S. Well, that is true. It's not because we're being exclusive. It is because the United States was established not so long ago with this change in mind. It is easier to produce something new in a new country it's easier to create change in a new country. It's not that we have anything against Europe. All the people in this, uh, in this country came from 
some different source, some other roots, some origination that is not unique to this place, even the Native American peoples migrated here. There are some who have been here for many generations and many civilizations. But even they came from somewhere else. This is a truly a planet that is a melting pot. And as you begin to awaken, you look around you and you see, oh, look, those people who are different colors from us, different cultures, different styles. Well, they're not so different, are they? Everyone now is lifting their faces to the sky, either to say hello to the ships or to pray to God to bring the change, to bring the new life that you have yearned for. It is happening now. We expected. We did expect that the shift would be happening today. The phone numbers that you need have not yet been released. We understand that. It has not been stopped. There is no major obstacle in place. We are down to the last details, the last uh, technical issues. And I assure you, they are now technical issues. There is no way this wave will be stopped because it is a tsunami and it is written in the stars. Be patient, dear ones. You will have your prosperity and it will be far beyond anything you dreamed you will be able to fulfill not only not only making your life more comfortable and making the lives of others around you more comfortable, although that will be the first, most important first step. We cannot have people starving. We cannot have people who are oppressed and deprived of the most basic freedom and the most basic human needs, those will be taken care of first. And then, every person with free will will fulfill their destiny, will achieve what they came here for, will rise to the occasion and demonstrate their true nature, their wonderful gifts, 
And as people begin to do that, you will see the waves of creativity and expression. The arts will thrive. The literature will thrill you. The people are rising. It is a thrilling time. It is a wonderful thing. Freedom. Beloved ones, freedom cannot be underestimated, cannot be disregarded. You have not experienced freedom to express who you really are. And you will have your time on the stage. You will be able to express, create, discover, join together and create the most wonderful things. And in doing that, you will each fulfill your brilliant purpose for being here. I congratulate you all. You have made this happen. There will be no more waiting. Things will unfold so fast. You will you will say, "Oh, enough. Please, could we have a break?" You will be seeing the prosperity pour down on you. You will see the changes, so dramatic, so heartwarming, and you will be able to be a part of it. All of you who are listening to this, you have made this happen. And I am forever grateful to have been a part of this wonderful project with our beloved Sananda, who is such a light. And now, I believe there may be people who would like to answer questions. Oh, wait. I'm getting a nudge. Archangel Michael himself. He likes to answer a call. When he's called, he's here. Perhaps we should give him a moment. What do you think, dear? I think that's wonderful. Um, It's his special day, as we were just told by Catherine. And uh, I think we should celebrate it with him. All right, let's turn over the floor. Oh, thank, thank you, Saint Germain. Yes, dear. And I introduce my dear brother Michael. You know him as Archangel Michael, and he stands here beside me. I have to tell you, he does not have wings, <laughs> although he can present himself with wings if he chooses. But generally, he does not take on the appearance of 
someone with wings. People did develop those ideas because they had the sense that Archangel Michael can fly about to do whatever he wants to appear in different places, and yes, he can do that, but he doesn't need wings. (laughs) I'm going to introduce him, my beloved Michael. Thank you, St. Germain. (laughs) I did hear the call. I did hear all of you talking about me. Yes, I'm aware, of course, of the honor that was given to me by the Orthodox Church, and most of them do think that I appeared with wings, so I do accommodate that from time to time when I appear in a vision When I appear to those who wish to call on me, I do sometimes come in my blue robes with my silver sword and my great white wings. (laughs) It would be awkward, though. It would be very awkward for us to move about on ships or, or get our work done when we're in when we're working together closely, our wings would not be convenient. But it is a lovely idea. We don't really object. <laughs> I have been about here. As you have been told, I have been lingering about because my dear twin flame is here. You should see the crowd here. <laughs> All the twin flames come to visit, just as they do in your home, in everyone's home these days. There are crowds of souls joining with you. When you sit down to dinner, we are standing behind your chair. When you, well, we do have a joke here. We'll even meet you in the shower. Because we celebrate you in everything you do when you're driving to work. Look in the passenger seat. There may be your twin flame keeping you company when you're going for a walk. A quiet moment. Advantage is a quiet moment. And in your lifetime, in your lives, most of you don't have very many quiet moments, do you? It's, it's competitive. We try to come through when it's quiet, but you have so many distractions in your lives. Mm, so many electronics going on, voices from every direction. Your television is going. Sometimes families have three television sets going on in the same house. It's a din. So we have to take the quiet moments. We have to find you when you are most open to say hello, to remind you how much we love you. We tipple you with our energy. Do you feel it? You probably think it was a cold draft in the room. It isn't. It's us. 
we're nudging you, we're saying hello, we're sending you love. And you will feel it. It has a special quality when we send you love. It's like a a rippling breeze. You'll feel it on your skin. You'll feel it flowing down through you. Let it tickle your toes. Let it ruffle your hair. Sometimes you'll feel a little crawly feeling on your scalp, a little tingly on your arms, across your chest, down your back. It is not that you need to turn up the thermostat. We are literally breathing down your neck these days because we love to be close to you. We love to see you go about your lives. We love to see a mother feeding her child. We love to see when friends embrace, when couples make love. They create light. When children laugh, it creates light. And it's becoming more and more interesting, more and more exciting because we feel more and more love coming forth from planet Earth. What a time it is. And I bow to those who bowed to me. I'm happy to be here to celebrate. It always makes us feel warm when you honor us with a day, when you recognize that we're here for you. That is our fulfillment. That is what it means to choose the job of being an angel. You see, it is a choice for us. We we decide on that designation when we've lived many, many lives and learned to be of service and love doing that. It is just in our nature. And then we decide, yes, our life as an archangel is for me because I love protecting people. I love healing people. I come to your healing calls. I love being there. It is what we do. It is what we love. We never tire of seeing you tickled. We never tire of protecting and caring for you. And many of you have done the same. What a time it is. And now I will turn this uh, call back to our beloved Lady Nada and see what she has in store for you now. Are you there? Yes, yes, I am. And 
this is the first time we really got a chance to um, get to know you on these calls. Yet twice um, you were scheduled and the call ran uh, right up to the line. We hardly squeezed in a few minutes. And and so this has really been a treat. Um, we're very grateful that you could respond so quickly and tell us about yourself and about us. Um, thank you, uh, Archangel Michael. Thank you, Michael, as St. Germain calls you. Thank you. I will take the moment to explain something to you. It is the work of an angel to respond instantly. You uh-huh. know, there are stories about people who fell off a building and just happened to land in a tree and survive beautifully with no injuries. Ah. You think they did that all by themselves? It is the responsibility of an angel to be there instantly. That's part of her job description. So call on that, me anytime. That's interesting. Yeah, tell us more. This is interesting. <laughs> We have very good ears, <laughs> and we pick up the energy. <laughs> we know when you need us because oh. we're following you carefully. You know, each person has at least one angel, often more. Those people who call on their angels tend to have lots of angels around them. Mm. Our job, we're there to protect, to encourage, but mostly to protect. Think of all Mm -hmm. the time. Is there anyone here who cannot remember a time in their life when they had, say, a, a terrible car accident or when they stepped out into the street in front of a truck and suddenly felt themselves being pushed back as if by a wind? Or someone grabbed them. Or a time when a child was supposedly drowning. And all of a sudden a wave came along and threw them up onto the shore. Those are angels at work. That's beautiful. You have lived in a dangerous time. You have lived in three dimensions where it, it is dangerous sometimes. It is our job to protect you. We cannot change your path in life. We're not permitted to do that. But we are permitted to rescue you if it's not your time. Mm. We will do that. There was a time when Catherine asked us, She was having a problem and she knew she had to drive a long distance at night. And she said, if I should encounter a problem and the truck pushed me off the road and I was falling through the through space, would you catch me? And I said, of course I would. <laughs> we will be with you the whole way. Uh. She said, Thank you, and away she went. Ah. We do that because we love to. 
Does that explain the two collisions that were imminent and never happened that I experienced? There's no getting away from it, and yet it didn't happen. It's miraculous. <laughs> it is our job to create what you call miracles. Ah, it That's is what wonderful. we do. And as Catherine did, we can ask ahead of time um, and invite you to accompany us. Is that true? That's right. And nothing pleases us more. And if you ask, you will have a troop of angels around you protecting you. Oh. As you do, my dear. Thank you, you do. Thank you. This is such a treat. Archangel Michael, thank you so much for um, spending this time and, and uh, telling us more about the realm of angels and your work and and your joy. Um, we love you so much. We're very grateful that you came. And the happy uh, celebration day on this special day that has been dedicated to you. Well, thank you, dear. Now I will turn over the line to you and see if you would like to have, if you'd like to let your people ask you ask some questions. We're all here. Easy to answer them. Wonderful. Well, uh, thank you again. And we do have an array of hands waving at us. And we just might get some questions answered on this particular call. So thank you again, Archangel Michael. You're welcome, dear. And waiting for Catherine to come back and get a little um, relaxation time. She's been working very hard for us. And uh, she'll be wanting to talk with her guests here. And we have Catherine, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, nine. Nine isn't bad, is it? Nine or ten? It's just oh, that yeah. as we start on the questions, the hands seem to um, expand and, and grow somehow. But right now we have about nine. All right. Let's see. We'll, we'll see how many questions we can answer. And uh, I'm looking at the chat room now, and they're all saying, thank you, Jelena, for asking the question. <laughs> thank you for Archangel Michael. Yeah, that okay. was wonderful. And he responded so quickly. Well, I've opened the line to 334. Uh, your line is open, and please just give us your first name and location and what your question is. Hi, I'm Anita from Alabama. Yes, come am on. I, my question is for St. Germain. I have a question about, um, uh, they say once the RV, once we get our 1-800 number, they say we have to go to the bank, but they want us to carry everything, our QNs and our VNN, but we have to cash it in before the 30 days. If we don't catch all of, cash all of it in in 30 days, we won't have that high rate. They say after five days, once the, you know we get our 1-800 numbers, the rates will start falling. I was wondering, is it true? Because I don't want to take all my currency to the bank. I want to hold back for the Nassara happen, and then we won't be taxed. Okay, let's. Um, I know that's an issue a lot of people have been talking about. Let's let's see what Saint Germain says. 
Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is St. Germain. Well, yes, you are. Um, you're right to be a little bit concerned about the IRS, your favorite organization. We are working very hard to not only provide prosperity, but also to uh, allow you to use the prosperity funds for the projects that you have in mind, the wonderful um, creative projects that so many of you are planning. Of course, we want you to be able to do that. There are several ways that some people have been able to arrange by creating a particular kind of nonprofit organization or um, arranging for trusts so that the uh, the money can be somewhat protected. I do want to assure you, though, you are not going to lose 50% of your money to the government. It will not. We will not permit that. The Nassara laws, of course, are going to bring in such prosperity and fairness. It's difficult for us to explain to you the enormous shift that is coming. These prosperity funds, the ones that are connected to what you are calling the RV, are just a drop in the bucket. They are just the beginning. All of you are going to benefit so enormously from the trust. You know, you called it the St. Germain Trust. I assure you, you have a very funny expression talking about people who have more money than God. Well, (laughs) (laughs) there will be... Everyone on the planet is going to feel that way because this is how it's been arranged. You needn't worry. Of course, it's sensible for you just to to um, to cash in the first amounts and to think carefully about what you want to do with the rest. But I but will would a rate yes. drop though? Say like the rate for thirty eight in the for the IQN and the V the V N N is ten dollars. But would a would a rate stay the same for like say like three months down the road or? Uh, you know, well, the rates, as you as you could expect, the rates between currencies always fluctuate a little bit. You know, okay. if you go to Canada, you go to the bank one day and they'll say it's you know a dollar ten, and the next day it will be a dollar nine. This is how the rates will fluctuate. They're not going to go from thirty eight to two. Oh, okay. So That's why I was wondering. 
No, you needn't worry about that. Once these, I mean, they are prosperity funds. You will be prosperous. It may fluctuate a bit, and you may have to wait and see how things unfold a bit. So, no, you don't need to run to the bank and cash in everything right away. Certainly. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Take your time. Take a breath. Plan. Don't go... Sometimes, you know, it's going to be so exciting that everyone is going to want to just throw their money around. We don't want you to do that. We want you to proceed carefully, quietly, and as much as possible, anonymously. Four, giving means giving anonymously. And if you want to make a real contribution without creating untoward consequences, you will give anonymously every chance you get. Because if you are, you know, handing out money to all your friends and relatives, it creates a very difficult psychological relationship. You're coming from a place where people saw money as power. Do not allow yourself, now I'm talking to everyone here, not just Anita, do not allow yourself to get swept up in that feeling of power because you will have more money than you have ever had before. Do not let it go to your head. Do not permit yourself to fall into the old three-dimensional thinking where, oh, I can gain favor or people will love me if I give all this money to them. No. Give your money anonymously. That is the true gift. Just as, you know, you heard Father God talking with Zaria, when Zaria won the jackpot. He was Secret Santa. Nobody knew who it was. He was just Santa Claus, and he was giving out money. Do that. Or set up an account where someone else can sign the checks, or, you know, you can you can arrange to give the money to an organization which will then give the money to the people you want to have it. Give anonymously. And everyone will grow. Everyone will benefit. And the prosperity will not be simply wealth. It will be abundance in every sense of the word. This is what our dream is. This is what the dream is for planet Earth. Abundance, love, and light. Thank you for your question. Thank you so much. You answered my question. Okay, that was good. I think we all needed to hear that, Catherine. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and open up the next line, if that's okay. And uh, if our previous caller will hit number one and uh, lower his hand, that'll make our work a little easier. Thank you. Okay, 520 area code, you're open. Is that me? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm never sure here. Um, hi, Sissy, I'm Tucson. I was going to just uh, make a comment. Well, of course, I'm always grateful to hear all of you. Um, but the other thing is is that today I was on Tony's um, TNT Denard guy, Tony, and mm-hmm. someone comes on and I'm laughing. I said, oh, I know that voice. That's Quasar. Um, and and she asked some very good questions you know she had some concerns and questions and and uh, and then she went into the fact um, maybe mentioned to him that you know he was intended to be here to help us all and then Zariah comes on and tells him where he's from and everything else I was just like oh my god maybe Zora come on next anyway it was just kind of a thrill it's sort of like a full circle and it was just really reaffirming, that's all. I mean, mm-hmm. so it was very interesting. And then he took, um, I know that he was going to have a conversation, a private conversation with her on the phone later. Yeah. Oh. And it, it was last it was last Wednesday's call um, that Zora did join in this Q&A uh, part and told us uh, personally of the validity and the important mission that Tony was fulfilling. And I'm glad that they're finally going to get a chance to speak to each other direct about that. So, yes, thank you. Yeah, that was you, very interesting. Okay. Okay, and you. you have no question then? Shall we move on? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just waiting for the 800 number. <laughs> All right, I'm going to close your line. Hello, Tucson. You're, not, you're just a half hour from me here. Okay, yes. now let, let me go ahead and open up area code 661. That could be Skype, um, but your line is open. Please come on, please. Hi, this is Deb in Washington. Yeah, hi, Deb. Hi. Um, my question is, if um, because of the prosperity that is coming, if someone has always wanted to live by the sea, um, is Mother Gaia gonna, is that going to be okay and safe to go live by the sea or you know, everybody's talked about that the water is going to rise and that you shouldn't live, you know, you have to be 100 feet above sea level. But if that has been a desire of your heart, will you be taken care of? Will it be okay if, if you have that that dream? Oh, I think Anna and I can answer that. We've heard the answer to this several times. Um I don't remember. I think it probably was Father God who talked about this last. The earth has been stabilized. We will have a little bit of upheaval, a little, you know, a few storms, but we will know where to be and when to be there. So if there is going to be any upheaval, we will we will be warned. And no, the waters are not going to rise 100 feet. So... Do you want to be sensible about where you buy your house? Of course. You know, don't buy a house that is right at sea level. Make sure it's back from the <laughs> from the water. We've had that lesson often enough. So be sensible about it. 
But okay. are the shores all going to be inundated? No. Okay. We're not going to have, um, you know, the, the world is not coming to an end, as everybody has predicted. Right, That's right. I, yeah, I don't believe that. I just um, didn't know about the, you know, um, it's just been a desire of mine all my life. And then, you know, but I don't want to, you know, just push myself out there. So just checking on that. Mm-hmm. Just be sensible thank you. about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That answered that. And thank you very much. Uh, 661, I'm going to close your line and ask you to uh, press number one on your keypad. Also, our Tucson caller, if you will press number one, it'll make our job a little easier. Um, and I'm opening up area code nine. What happened? To, where did you go? I had 954 all set to. Oh, there you are. 954? Yeah, it's around when people hang up. I know. It really, you have your eyes and you think it evaporated. <laughs> Okay, 954, um, come on. Oh, hi, this is Joe from Florida. Yes. My question, I guess, for St. Germain is, how much do we catch in? Do we just catch in, catch in just a dinar and leave the dong and the zim behind, or how, what, how much should we catch in at first? Okay, I'm going to let St. Germain come through and answer that question. Okay. Your first visit to the bank. They will not mm-hmm. cash in everything you have. Don't even expect that. You will you will be able to cash in a small amount of the dinar. The uh, the Vietnamese currency is circulated currency. There is no rush for you to uh, can't, to turn that in right away. You can hold it as long as you wish. It will. It is now uh, internationally recognized currency. It will remain so. There is no deadline that you must meet to turn in the uh, Vietnamese currency. This arrangement that we have made with the dinar exchange has. There has been a time limit put on it because it was not circulated currency. It was not an international currency. And this reset has happened just now in relation to a currency that was not traded on the international market. This is an exception. And so you you will be allowed to trade in a small amount when you go the first time to the banks you will get enough to work with um, to pay off what you might have waiting for you or or to begin to set up your system. And it is important to have people to help you, um, to help you arrange where to put the money and how to go about it. Take your time doing that. So this was part of the of the arrangement is to allow you to cash in a part, a small part of what you will have while you decide about how to arrange the rest. You will then make an appointment at a bank so that you can go and talk to them about trading in the rest. 
you cannot trade it all in the first day anyway. That is the arrangement. Does that does that answer your question? Um, well, partly. Uh, most question is um, when I was referring to the, the when we make that second appointment, when we make the appointment, should we keep some dinar at that? That's where I was referring to the, the keeping the dinar. Do we we actually make the appointment? Do we cash in our dinar or do we keep some? It, I would say and, or, that that is an individual choice. Okay. What about the ZIM? That, that's not a the currency. Same. That's not a currency trade either. You have done your homework. You seem to understand the principles behind it. Stay tuned. We will we will keep you informed. Um, you won't need to have all the answers the day before, or um, the week before, the month before. Things are developing. Stay tuned. We will help you. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. We have 30 minutes. Let's see how many people we can help today. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close this and open up. And please, uh, 954, press number 1 on your keypad. And area code 307, here you come. We have been told that the economies and the governments are bankrupt globally. So whom, where, and how will these high rates that we hear about in the currency revaluations be paid? How will they? What did you say? How will these rates be paid, these high rates, when all the economies and the um, the governments are all bankrupt. How will they? How will they be paid? Well, the arrangements have been made through the banks, not through the governments. First of all, um, the governments of the world are not bankrupt. It is. Well, let's see where to start to answer that question. When the governments of which you speak have gotten into trouble with their debt, it is because the bankers have set up a situation that is impossible. They encourage loans and then they turn the screws, as you've seen happening across Europe in many other countries around the world. That was the old economic system. Countries are bankrupt only on paper. It is not a physical state, although the people in the country are, are inconvenienced terribly by it and deprived of their comfort. There is no such thing as bankruptcy except on the balance sheets of those who decided to use usury rates and manipulation to 
capture and misuse the countries that were vulnerable. It is an old concept, bankruptcy. Once you tear up the papers, there is just a country. They may need to work on their their processes of moving the food around more efficiently or helping people to build what they need and get the resources they need, but bankruptcy is an imaginary concept. And it will disappear. We have already provided for that. Hmm. There has been a tremendous flow of gold. Every country has been given enough so that they will not go bankrupt. There will be no more bankruptcies. And if someone says to you, well, such and such country has gone bankrupt, nonsense. It's just columns of figures on a piece of paper. It's just a computer program. It's just a manipulation of the resources and the currencies that were present in the world. And that will be changed. Mm, That was interesting. Okay, I think that satisfied that question. It was a good question. I'm going to go ahead and close you, 307, ask you to uh, hit number one for us, please. And uh, 360 is opening up right now. Come on, 360. Come on. If you're not there, you're going to miss your turn. 360 area code, one, two, three. Oh. Well, are you there? <laughs> Is that Catherine? Who's crying? No. Is that you crying, Catherine? Are you crying? No, I'm not crying. <laughs> it sounded like somebody didn't want to miss their turn, but speak up. 8470. 360. 8470. Going once? You fell asleep at the switch. We're going to have to close the switch. I'm sorry, (laughs) 360. And uh, going to 418. Here we go. 418. Um, Yeah, hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, come on. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, the question um, during, I think it was Mother God or, or St. Germain or Sananda was speaking, he mentioned up on the ships, he said, uh, there's no problem with us jostling each other around because we don't have bodies. Uh, that sort of, I, I thought they had taken some kind of physical form uh, while they're in the ships. Can, you, can uh, either Sananda or St. Germain expand on that? Address that. <laughs> Who shall we call on to ask this question? <laughs> That's your question, Catherine. <laughs> well, I I do have a sense of how that works. Um, well, they don't have physical form in the sense we think of it. Um, 
and you know once you once you reach the point where you can uh, elevate to the fifth dimension, you can walk through walls. So that's true. There's no jostling. I think Archangel Michael made a joke about something about wings, right? Yeah, they get in the way. He was, he was <laughs> when you're on the you ship, know. too many wings get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course he was jumping. What a picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, they don't have physical form, but they, you can feel their presence. They can see each other. They can feel each other. Um. So they don't have the kind of body we have, but they do have, they can take on a physical form. Uh, They look like us. They can look like us if they want to. But they're... um, Well, he said they're up there dancing and celebrating, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when the music plays... (laughs) <laughs> Saint Germain often wants to waltz. <laughs> they do experience themselves um, as bodies, sort of, as a presence. They feel they are a presence. Um, it's hard to explain because we, until we feel it, you know, People think of them as ghosts or something, you know, or little balls of light. But they experience themselves as in a conscious entity. And then as a conscious entity, they can take on a form, a body form. And it feels natural to them because they are used to incarnating here, so they remember what it feels like to have a body. So they can act like they have a body. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like like Saint uh, like uh, Archangel Michael said, he he'll don his blue robes and get his silver uh, sword and um even put on his great big white wings, you know, um to satisfy us, but they get in the way on the ship. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think that I think that's good enough for that. We'll learn soon enough. We'll learn soon enough. I'm going to move yeah. on, guys. Uh, we got 20 minutes left, and oh, we fun. better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We have to make your time tonight. Yeah. Uh, oh, is that what we? I thought it was lasting a long time. Seven six zero and four one eight. Please hit number one and help us uh, clear the board. Thank you, four one eight. And 760, you're open. Hello. Yes, come on. Uh, yes, this is Mira from Melbourne, Australia. Yes. I uh, would like uh, to ask a question uh, related to the Alfie uh, uh, in Melbourne. Because I heard only uh, the exchange in uh, United States. How about in Melbourne, Australia? How how where can I find information about this? Where did you say you are? Uh, Melbourne, Australia. Oh, Melbourne, Melbourne oh. Australia. Yes. Yeah, related to the RFH for dinars. Right. 
Um, uh, yeah. uh, I'm. We are going to run out of time, so I am. I don't know. I guess I could ask Saint Germain to come back, or we could just give you a very brief response, which is the RV will affect every country on the planet. Um, it will be a slightly different rate around the world because that's how currencies work. Um, the purpose of this is to help raise the countries that are suppressed. And in doing so, there probably will be a little bit of a leveling influence. Um, but all the countries that anyone who has invested in Denar will will benefit. So I, uh, uh, yes, I think you can go ahead. I would like to ask because uh, dinars is not in the trading uh, market yet. I eh? still uh, it's not a currency at uh, trading market. No, it isn't. It isn't in the U.S. either. Oh, so it means that in uh, in this RFE, in in it will be uh, in the in the world, not just in USA, right? Oh, no. Oh, no, this is a global reset. Oh, global, okay. It's global, yes. So, that you know, uh, Tony talks about the U.S. because that's where he is. But they also discuss the, the RV and how it's changing around the world. Okay, it's not see, just in the U.S. It, it's true everywhere. Okay, I see. Thank you for your... Catherine, and, and thank you. Have a good evening. Okay. okay. That, yeah, that was good clarification. Let's move on. Here's another 661 number. Uh, sometimes turns out to be Skype. 661, uh, did I open you once this, before? I'm, I'm just going to interrupt a bit. Yes. Um, let's make this the last question because the number of questions seem to, the more we answer, the more they grow. So we can't possibly <laughs> get to everybody. So let's answer this question, and, and that will be it for tonight. Okay. 661, you're open. Hi, this is Yasmin from Sweden. Yes. Uh, we would. Uh, we also heard about um, the Tony when Quasar came in, and she was asking about people from Scandinavia had to travel to America to cash in, and the answer was not very clear. So... We didn't quite understand if we could begin to distribute um, when we're cashed in here in Sweden, or do we have to travel to U.S. to make the... Catherine, Catherine, that was uh, answered on this morning's call, that you can't leave the country with only a small amount of currency, and you can't ship currency out of the country. So... um, Mm -hmm. We're getting this question from numerous uh, European and other countries. Um, it won't work. It just won't work. Um, so we, we've and, and uh, Quasar asked that question this morning on uh, the morning call. So can't be done. It'll work out uh, equitably in your own country. Plus all the additional prosperity funds that Saint Germain just told us is going to be. We're going to be awash in prosperity. It doesn't all hinge on this particular event that's unfolding. Right. Also, you know, there are international banks everywhere. There are 
every airport has places where you can exchange currency. And as soon as the dinar is an official uh, marketable international currency, you can trade it anywhere. So that's why we we have a, a month to do it, you know. We can trade it anywhere. It, now it's just a matter of where you're going to get the best rates, the way it always was. Anytime you trade currency, if you're traveling around Europe and you want to change from, you know, French to Italian to German, you, you always go to the bank that gives you the highest rate. It's not going to be any different from that. Well, thank you You'll very much. Up. That sounds very simple. So we can uh-huh. get to work soon, the distribution. Um, thank you so much for, for your work. We love you very much here in Sweden. And we always listen to your healings and your channel panels, and it's really helping us a lot. Thank you. Oh, wonderful. Oh, that's great to hear. We love to hear from people from the ends of the earth. <laughs> yeah, and All we're right. the end of the earth to them, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. And actually, I think they said that uh, there's not going. we don't have to shop around because even uh, the uh, the dealers themselves will be using the same exchange rate as the banks. It's a level playing field. Right. So, oh, that's yeah, nice. no shopping. Yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. I don't okay, know that's how the end long of it. that will remain, but, yeah, go ahead. Um, we're going to stop the questions. Um, let me see if I see any recognizable numbers here. Uh, Zora didn't surprise us today, did he? <laughs> no, but I think and I've been looking they've to been see on it. several calls recently. They probably, you <laughs> know, have, I feel like they've already given their information a number of times. <laughs> yeah, I don't see them anywhere. I'm just going to look in yeah. case they slipped in down below somewhere. Well, Catherine, I think um, the answer, probably the answer to all the questions that are left, would be, yeah, it's going to yeah. be a good time. Yeah. Everyone is going to benefit, and it's going to be fabulous. And we, there will be plenty of information available. St. Germain has told me he will be here to guide us. He will let us know how to do this. We're not going to be left out, you know, in the cold, wondering what to do. There will be information available for everyone who needs it. I'm glad you said that because people are asking me, and I am not an authority. I haven't had time. They've had more time than me uh, to read all these intricate postings that I've been posting. I have to go back and read it myself. Um, Uh, Oh, I would like to make. I'd like to make an appeal here to to spare our dear Anne these questions. This is not her job to answer questions about the RV. The information is out there. It's everywhere. Ask people who know and whose job it is. Poor Anne is not responsible for (laughs) answering all these questions about RV, you know, trades and where to go and when to do it. It, The answer is to not yet. You'll know. Yeah. And, and, And it's all posted, so... Um, yeah. I have to read what you have to read. Uh, we all came out the gate together. so Right, right. So 
just stay tuned, stay calm, and when the when the time comes, I will reiterate what Tony has said before on his his calls. Remain calm, behave with dignity, be professional, act like you've been in a bank before, you know. And I <laughs> I think I think this is very important to know too. We yeah. are privileged. We are privileged to know about this. It is not common knowledge around the world, and of course that's why it's hard to get the information. That's on purpose. Because, and this is why we're going to sign the non-disclosure agreements. This is crucial. People understand we are privileged. And we are not to rub it in. We're not to flaunt it. We're to behave with dignity and to carry the responsibility we've been given by not making a fuss, by not demanding. Um, When you go to the bank and they say you can only trade in one dinar, you know, uh, note, then you say thank you. And you make your appointment for later. Uh, negotiations we must we must remember that the people who are working in the banks were told this was a scam they were told not to invest in dinar so the people that they now have brought in our dinar are not benefiting the way we are so be sensitive be kind and realize that we are the first wave. And we're the first wave breaking over a world that has been in the dark and has been enslaved by money. So we must remember to be sensitive to others, to be aware that we are suddenly awash in money and other people aren't. And they didn't even know about this. So we have to remember this is a special privilege and to carry it with dignity. That's my that's my hope, that it will all go very smoothly and that people will remember to be sensitive. Yes. So glad you said that. It is a yeah, tremendous feel... privilege. A tremendous mm-hmm. privilege we've been given. And we're such a small percentage of the world. So we're the beginning. And we can set the tone for what prosperity will really be like. Think of it. It's fabulous. We're the ones who are going to lead the introduction of prosperity to the planet. So that's, we must think about others, not just about how fast we can get this money, you know. We have to really think about the the impact it's going to have on others. So I think by the time we meet again, we're all going to be talking about different things. And yes, Teresa, thank you 
she is so honored to be in the group of pioneers. And you are pioneers, all of you. All of us are pioneers. We're going to fulfill the promise that we came here to fulfill. And that is to do our work with kindness and with love in our hearts. And then we will set the tone for the coming prosperity. So I think it's probably time that we close. Are you there, uh, Yeah, I see we've got... Yeah, I'm here. Um, I... Um, are we actually over? Did we have more than two hours today, Kathy? Yes, we ran over. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was wondering. I thought, gosh, this is really extending. I didn't see what we started with. Yeah. So, yeah. well, yes, I, I, uh, I think, I think, I think what time. you just said is a wonderful wrap-up and something for us to take with us after the call and give some deep consideration to. So I'm so glad you said that. Okay, so next time we get together, this group, this Mother, Father, God, and the Ascended Masters and all of us, I think things are going to be different. I think we're all going to be talking about what kind of nonprofit we're working for and how what kind of programs we're developing. So we won't be talking about the dinar. We won't be talking about the RV because we will all be bound by the non-disclosure agreement. So this conversation we've been having will come to an abrupt, abrupt halt because we're all going to be in a different place. So with that understood, I think next time we meet, we're all going to be celebrating very Big. sobering, very sobering, yes, to really consider um, how, how, what a critical change in our lives will occur between this call and next week's call. Mm-hmm. So, bon voyage, everybody. This is going to be a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wonderful call, Catherine. Thank you so much. Yes, good night, everyone. And good night, Catherine. Our familiar music from Jonathan Goldenfall. Good night, everyone. Good night, Catherine. Bye, Anne.